0: Everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fignuts Podcast, if you are keeping track at home. This is our 249th total episode, but if you're like me and you'd rather track things in small increments, this is Season 6, Episode 10, and my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And Craig, we are back after another terrible
1: <laughs> week two for me. How, how did you do yeah. this week in DFS? Uh, not good, because I tried to play tournaments again, and it didn't go well.
0: Well, you know what, I, I normally I would sit here and admonish you for that, but the simple fact of the matter is our cash lineups the first two weeks have not done well either, but I know why that is, and we're gonna get into that when we get to the good, bad, and the ugly. But first, let's start where we always start.
1: What are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight I have a lovely beer I found from back east. Now you're gonna think it was ice cream man, which is excellent, but or double scoop, which is or also double scoop. excellent. But this is another one they have called Gelato Girl Orange Cream Citra India Pale Ale. Oh, is that the one that's made with Michelizzi's ice? Um, I don't think so. Um, there's there's somebody somebody in this area makes a oh, beer out um, of Michelizzi's ice. Oh, that's uh, Brewport. That's their seltzer. Oh, their seltzer. Okay, unless there is a beer okay. somewhere. Um, now you've so, had this before. Tell me about it. Yeah, so they took they took Ice Cream Man as a base, and then they added some more oranges and marshmallow with some vanilla. And if you marshmallow, smell, if you smell this, it smells like a creamsicle. Wow! And it has like a very subtle creamsicle aftertaste. It's very light. Did you did you did you find this at your favorite store? I did. Yeah, that I did. <laughs>
0: we're we're not allowed to say that location at a store because he's hooked us up with stuff he's not supposed to hook us up with before. So. Okay. Believe it or not, folks, I am having a drink tonight, and I am drinking a Pumpkin Head by Shipyard Brewing. Ooh,
1: I have not had one of those this year oh, yet. It's this exactly
0: yet. the same as last year and the year before and the year before. Pumpkinhead, as much as I love Rosemary's Baby, cue the music. I as much as I love Rosemary's Baby, Pumpkin Head is my like baseline. Mm. If you're better than Pumpkinhead, you're good. If you're worse than Pumpkinhead, you're bad. And there is no purgatory in Pumpkin Beer Land. It's good (laughs) or it's bad. It's all or nothing, the end. And Shipyard is that line. Um, And so at least once a year, I pick up a six-pack of Shipyard. And it almost always happens on that time where I'm like, I want a Pumpkin Beer, but what do I want? So, yeah, I got to change. We're also live streaming this right now on my Twitch channel. Um, as a different thing, so we can, you know, just do something a little different. And I just had to change the uh, title to um, Just Chatting, because we are no longer playing video games, so. That's true. Okay, That's so true. we're both drinking, but not, that means it is time to run right into Burning Hot Takes. Would you like to give, or would you like to receive
1: tonight? Um, you know, I have two things I can't decide between, so I will give. Okay. So... We're only doing one, right? We're only doing one, right, each? One each cuz we got the good uh, bad okay. and the ugly right. Well, I'll give I'll give it anyway. That's right. He, he go ahead. Let's I'm hope let's hope let's hope it's not the one thing on my list. <laughs> uh, does does yours involve Dr. Jerry Jones? No, so go for it. Okay, so Jerry Jones, he he put his doctor costume away right now. And Jerry Jones, as everyone knows, is the owner of the Jerry Jones Dallas Cowboys. Um yes. so you presented know, Dak, by Jerry Jones. Presented by Jerry Jones in Jerry Jones Stadium. Yes. Uh, so, as you know, Dak is out with a hand injury, at least for a few more weeks, at the very least. Oh, Cooper, I don't know. Dr. Jerry Jones said he might be back by next Tuesday. That's, I don't that know. That is true, too. Uh, so, Cooper Rush is their starting quarterback as of right now. And Cooper Rush... <sighs> our most he did Dallas not look, name ever. Right? He did not look terrible last week, like everyone thought. So, mm-hmm. so now, he jerry jones he was on a radio show right and they they asked him they said they asked him about what happens when Dak comes back and he if he can play and they asked him if he was if there was going to be like a quarterback controversy oh jesus <laughs> and he said wouldn't it be something if that ha- if the same thing happened oh, This is the, this that... is the way i think wouldn't it be something if you had a dilemma as which way to go you do that if you, if Rush gets ten wins, and the same thing if happened with Prescott. I think I like that. So he is all for a quarterback controversy when Dak comes back. Does this mean is this his subtle way of saying that he's over Dak? This is, is his, this is Jerry Jones's subtle way of
0: saying everything is about Jerry Jones, and the headline has to be about Jerry Jones and not Cooper <laughs> Rush or Dak Prescott. That's every other owner and every other coach comes onto that uh, comes onto that stage and sits there and goes, well, we're going dis- to look at that when we look at it. Or, you know, nobody should lose their job to injury. They say something generic like that. Jerry Jones basically looks you in the eye and goes, you know what? Hooper Rush ain't a story. Dak Prescott ain't a story. <laughs> I'm the story because I'm the guy who's going to tell the coach what to do. And that's why I'm the story and you're going to write about me. So the headlines don't say controversy in uh, Dallas. Mm. The headlines say, Jerry Jones, colon, controversy in Dallas. This is what just, it just pisses me off and drives me nuts. (laughs) No, you are not benching Dak Prescott for Cooper Rush. I don't care if Cooper Rush wins the Super Bowl this year and pulls a Tom Brady over a Drew Bledsoe. You are not (laughs) making that move. You drafted Dak Prescott because he's a mobile quarterback who can add dimension to your game He didn't get a leg injury. This is not an ankle injury. This is not a re-injury of what he already had. This is a hand injury. A hand injury that's going to heal is going to be fine. This is not even a conversation. Jerry Jones is building drama because if it's not the guiding light presented by Jerry Jones starring Jerry Jones, then it's nothing. This is another example of why the Dallas Cowboys go nowhere every year but there's 700 hours of hype about them is because <laughs> Jerry Jones is all about Jerry Jones.
1: That's right. right because go ahead. Every, every I'm going that. Every year is their year. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't with, I can't with the Jerry Jones stuff. Every, the dude can't answer a question. And, and that's the thing. He doesn't even every, every question you ask him is about what can I do to generate headlines?
1: No, that's true. It's, that's that's true. all it
0: is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And My, my <laughs> Twitch chat, Terry, how you doing, is making fun of me because I am ranting right now. I have my glasses off. <laughs> I was gesturing all over the place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: All right. My burning hot take is a very mm. simple question, and it's a question that only you can answer oh, as a fan of an AFC North team in the Cincinnati oh, Bengals. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Okay.
0: If the Ready. Browns play the Steelers on a Thursday night, does anyone care? In week three,
1: no. No. Does does the week it, matter? I mean, in some other alternate timeline, in like if this was week sixteen and it could have playoff implications, maybe, but right now, no. 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 So Not so really. one of the guys in my chat, Terry again <laughs> just pointed out, well, people who own like Nick Chubb care, but no. I mean I do too. I have him starting tonight, but in yes. general in general I'm talking no. <laughs> it, it, outside
0: of fantasy I'm like I struggled to put together a freaking DFS captain lineup for tonight did you I struggled to do it not because there was guys I wanted to use but because everybody else was like I don't want to use that guy I don't want to use that guy I'm down to like the third string tight end at like 1200 bucks <laughs> and I'm like well you know he might well, get a point maybe I I didn't want to use anybody I really didn't there was what the only reason I did the lineup was because there was one guy and I think I can safely say this because it's 7.45 p.m. and no one's going to hear this other than f- folks in my Twitch chat right now. I think this is the week that George Pickens does something. Now, I uh, said that because, last week. I mean, week.
1: he's already bitching about Trubisky, so maybe. I said that last week, and I said it after week one. You so did. third time's the charm. <laughs> third time's the charm.
0: I mean, is this the Castle in the Swamp from Monty Python? It It I mean, could be. It could it's be. The third, the third <laughs> one fell over, caught fire, and then sunk into the swamp. But the fourth one. That's right. Fourth, the fourth, fourth one stood. stayed. <laughs> I think it's the fourth one. I don't remember. I just. I, I, I'm like, I have the prime video queued up so I can watch it after we're done recording. I don't know that I'm going to sit here and watch more than 10 minutes of it. This might be when the beer is gone. So am I. <laughs> so
1: Yeah. It's, I, it, yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. I'm going I'm to take a shot of my shipyard right now because I need it after thinking about that. Why did I even bring that to the table? That's terrible. <laughs> I could have asked about anything. I could have asked about how Tyreek Hill made me look stupid by actually being good. I could ask how Tua made me stupid by actually looking
1: good. Eh, uh, But it was only once. They're playing the Bills. They had two weeks. They're playing the Bills this week. Oh, that's going to be ugly. Yeah. That's going to be ugly.
0: (laughs) Speaking of things that are ugly, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, I, I, okay. My chat has just pointed out that Mitch Trubisky's mom cares about the game. I would like a, st- I would like a factual source for that. You're going to have to give me some sort of Yahoo article <laughs> that's entitled, Jerry Jones Says Mitch Trubisky's Mom <laughs> Cares About This Game. So, all right, good, bad, and the ugly. So, Craig and I look back at the week that was, and we pick one thing that we really liked that we were happy to see, one thing that was bad to see, and one thing we were just like, come on, man. So, I'm going to lead off. Okay. My good this week was finally we saw what everyone has been expecting out of amon-ra st brown 9 for 116 yards, two receiving touchdowns and then two carries for 68 yards on the ground. The guy hasn't been terrible, but he's been non-existent. Like Jared Goff was like I think Jared Goff walked up to him in the locker room this way and said, "Hey, I'm 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 your quarterback. How you doing? How you settling in?" <laughs> and Brown looked at him and went, "Dude, I've been here for a year and a half." "Oh, really?"
1: Because that's how it before. felt.
0: <laughs> I, I don't. Did, did you meet the offensive coordinator? Does he know you're here? That's how it felt. <laughs> but it's yeah. something we've been calling for a long time. It's good to see. I'm hoping he can keep it up. I'm hoping it's not a one and done. He Listen, if you've got Amon Ross St. Brown, and for the, any reason you think he's not going to be able to do this consistently, sell now. Sell yep. now. Unless you're in a dynasty
1: league, maybe.
0: Unless you're in a <laughs> dynasty league. But he, yeah, even then, his dynasty price is never going to be higher. That's true. He and Terry's pointing out, yes, he was good at the end of the year. Not 9 for 116 and two touchdowns and 68 yards rushing good. This is the game we've been waiting for. He was he was above average at the end of last year, but not, you know, over we're this is what we've been waiting for.
1: What did you see this week that was good? <clears throat> uh so for me this week that was good, I have honestly it was the Bills. The Bills. Oh, they look so freaking dominant. They they're the same team that's you know it's the same core group of people but i don't know what happened in the offseason but they looked like the team that everyone thought they were last year so i was just i was totally impressed by what they did to the titans not that the titans are like the titans aren't terrible but they're really not as good as everyone you know thought they were <laughs> i think the titans
0: might be terrible i think the titans might be terrible they yeah. might be a one-and-done
1: contender. Yeah, I think um, I think after losing the Bengals in the playoffs, they broke their brains or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: So bad. All right. So I got a story behind my bad. My bad this yeah. week is expert takes. So that's I'm that's laying in bed. Good. What's yeah. that? No, I said that's that's different. That's good. Yeah, I'm laying in bed Sunday morning. It's like five thirty in the morning, and I just can't sleep. Craig and I went on a booze cruise Sunday. And I was just morning. super excited. Sunday morning. <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> like 10 a.m. We're sitting on a boat drinking, which was funny. Um, and that's th- the worst part was I came home and I'm like, man, I drank light beers on there so I can come home and get like tanked. I came home. I had one beer and I fell asleep on the couch because the games were so freaking boring. I couldn't stay awake. So <laughs> um, so I'm laying in bed Sunday morning and I got the headphones on and I think it's fantasy alarm comes on one of the, one of the morning shows and Howard Bender comes on. And start screaming about Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell is going to be big today. He's going to get all of Pittman's targets. Don't worry, the Colts are going to be fine. They're going to lean on Taylor and they're going to open up the passing game, etc. You got to start Paris Campbell. So I start thinking to myself, Paris Campbell is going to be cheap. I could possibly upgrade somewhere else if I put Paris Campbell into like the flex spot or something. So I did. The next part of the conversation they have is how. Um, Alvin Kamara is probably not going to play. Schefter was saying at that point, Alvin Kamara was not going to play. Ian Rappaport was reporting, well, I don't know. I'm hearing different things. Schefter at like 6 o'clock in the morning was like, Kamara is not playing. And by 10 o'clock, it was Kamara's out. So, again, once again, why I don't listen to Ian Rappaport, but I listen to Adam Schefter. <laughs> so, I'm like, huh, Mark Ingram's going to get a share of the load, even with his bad an- ankle. I could upgrade to studs. At other positions if I use this for value. I hope you didn't pick Dalvin Cook. (laughs) I think I did. Oh, dear. Harris Campbell (laughs) scored exactly 0.0 points. And um, Ingram, I think, had like 4.6. And he had them all in the first quarter. He had like four carries for 46 yards. And I'm like, yes, he's on fire. He's going for 12 yards. He didn't touch the ball again. They went committee approach. And they just used him first. So I lost my DF. So my bad this week... Was expert takes and it just reminds me, you can't d- trust your judgment. When somebody walks in the room and tells you that this guy's going to be great, if you don't believe it, don't go with it. Don't second guess yourself. I look back at the lineup. The lineup. The lineup I had would have scored forty five more points and would have cashed another like thirty oh. or forty dollars. Yeah, I would have gone from losing to like break even. So. That's my bad is don't overthink expert takes, and I say that knowing that some people consider us experts, so really? what what was yeah. your bad this week?
1: <laughs> uh, my bad uh well, yeah, they were gonna be the ugly, but I have another ugly like uh decision. There's my, been a lot of ugly, yeah, my bad this week, and this hurts this hurts to say it, oh my God, it's, it's about the, the big. No, well, no, 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 no. Not Bengals, rather. Bengals it is, it is. It, and I understand these things take time because they went out and they spent a lot of money on three, four offensive linemen who are very, who were good. They're good. But the problem is these four people, they have four people on their start, on their line that weren't there mm-hmm. last year starting. So these five guys have never played together and... I don't think people realize that an offensive line isn't just like large dudes, like, you know, squatting down and standing up and they're just standing there. Right. It's a whole like rhythm and they all have to be in sync with each other. And it's not, it's not there yet. And it's just, it's just very, it's just frustrating, especially being a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, it's just frustrating to see, because I don't want, I definitely do not want Burrow to turn into another David Carr because statistically, he's on track, too, with how many times he's getting hit. And that's just not good. Agreed.
0: Agreed. So I just want to take a quick step back because Terry in my chat is saying, what are, you, what are you saying, Amon Ra St. Brown was above average? He had a great finish of the year last year. He did. His last four games, he was not under 90 yards. And he had a touchdown each of those last four games. The game before that, he was 8 for 73 without a touchdown. That's average. That's average to below average to me for a fantasy perspective. The week before that against Minnesota, 10 for 86 and a touchdown. That's above average. The week before that, week 11, he goes 4 for 23. Week 10, he goes 4 for 18. Those are significantly below average numbers. So yes, while we've been seeing a positive increase, we have ne- he has ne- he has not not one time last year did he go over 116 yards, and not one time last year did he have two touchdowns in a game. I'm looking at his rushing yards right now. He never had more than 23 rushing yards last year in any game, so that's why when you sit there and say, um, when you sit there and go, "Well, wait a minute, what are you looking at?" I'm looking at Amon Ross St. Brown came out some games was like, "All right, four for 18, okay, that's 5.8 hmm. points," and the next week I'll go six for 90 and everybody will get excited, but you know,
1: this game made me tired. I don't want to. Yeah,
0: I mean, think about it
1: without any sort of bonuses in a regular
0: full point PPR. That's 20.6 plus two touchdowns. That's 34 plus the rushing yards. He's at 40.8 without any sort of bonuses. He's never come anywhere near that number all of last year. So, yes, we've seen a steady increase. He had two touchdowns, eight for 117. Hmm. No, he did not. I'm looking at week 17 against Detroit stats right now. He had 10 targets, eight receptions for 109 and one touchdown. I don't know where you're seeing two touchdowns there, Terry, but there's only one, according to um, pro football reference in 2021 against De- uh, Detroit against green Bay in the last week, they won 37 to 30. He caught eight for one Oh nine and one touchdown. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at, dude. I, I don't <laughs> want to hold this up anymore, but I, I, I'm but looking. Hey, love I love the I live questions. on my screen. <laughs> yeah. I do like the live questions. I can even put it on the screen right here. Here's the, here's the last week of the season. And those numbers are slightly different than whatever you're looking up. So I don't know if maybe it was a a, a special teams touchdown. That's a possibility. Most leagues don't count special teams as part of the regular fantasy stuff. So, again, not trying to be a jerk. I'm just trying to make sure that we're being accurate because that's important. You know, I did
1: sidebar really quick. I did one league where you drafted – you were able to draft one defensive individual and one special teams individual – So it kind of added something when they got like sacks or uh, touchdowns. So, but that was it. That's it. Detroit versus Seattle was the week before Terry. That was week seventeen
0: of an eighteen-week season. At least I'm I'm looking at the 2021 game logs, and that's what I'm seeing. So, all right. So moving on. Uh, the ugly.
1: Dalvin Cook. Last week. I put him on the trading block in my other league. Um, it's week two. I'm I'm over it. Six touches for
0: seventeen yards. I'm sorry, six rushes for seventeen yards. A total of ten touches. Is there concern there? What the? What the hell? Does that doesn't make any sense?
1: Um, I. Yeah, I don't think they knew what they were doing last week, and it, I honestly it think. Seems it. You know, everyone was all hyped after their first big week, which was fine because you know a new coach and. Right. Kirk, Kirk Cousins isn't arguing with him and trying to fight him on the sideline. With whatever, but I don't think, I don't think Kirk Cousins is the answer in Minnesota, especially with this new coach. And they got right. so far behind last week that they just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm.
0: We said this when he went from Washington to Minnesota. Our exact words were: "Kirk Cousins is not the answer." <laughs> At
1: and least that's the, the most thing. questions.
0: <laughs> you know. It's just, it isn't. I, I'm with you. Kirk, I, Minnesota has so much talent and so little direction. It's scary. They have an RB1, they have at least one wide receiver one, and you can make the argument that Adam Thielen's a solid wide receiver two and maybe a borderline wide receiver one. Irv Smith Jr., when he's healthy, catches the ball. I watched Irv, I started Irv Smith in a, a DFS lineup last week in that game. And I saw him catch two passes, and I was like, those are not terrible catches. So, Minnesota should be better. They should be better. I don't understand why they're not. I really don't. So, all right, moving on. You know what time it is? time is it? It's time to play America's Favorite Game. For those of you who have never listened to us before and never watched my stream when we've done this before because it's our first time doing it, America's Favorite Game is where I give Craig all of the lines that are 50-plus. He gets three strikes, family feud style, to go ahead and try to tell me which games are 50 plus. Why do we do this? Because there's a strong correlation between fantasy points and actual points. So we are looking for it. So we are looking for those games. So, America's favorite game. We've got three games at 50 plus this week, Craig. Three games. We have one game in the under 40, we have one game no. in the avoid column.
1: <clears throat> and then we're, we're not counting tonight's game.
0: No, tonight's game is off of the table. Okay. So do you want to start with the game that's under 40 or the games that are over 50? Because you know strikes carry over. Um, let's go over.
1: All right, so the overs. I got three games here. Um. All right, well, again, like last week, I'm just going to pick the Chiefs because they're the Chiefs and they're still scoring a lot. So, Chiefs Colts is a 50 and a half.
0: And... <laughs> Based on what I saw from the Colts last week, I'm definitely taking the under. They, they, unless yeah. the Chiefs
1: are going to score 51 points by themselves. The Colts are definitely my ugly of the last week. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay. Um. Well, it's not going to be the Jets. It's going to be the Patriots. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be the Bears. Um, uh, all right. Because of last week's performances from these two teams, I'm going to go Bills-Dolphins.
0: Bills Dolphins is a 52. You're two for two. Ooh. Very S- nice. Very nice. There's one more. And you have all your strikes available.
1: Raiders, Titans. Now Saints Panthers. Mm-hmm. Jaguars. And charms, maybe? All right. Let's go. Let's go Eagles Washington. Nope. Strike mm-hmm. one. I don't have it in front of me. I just have
0: the... Correct answers in front of me, so I can't tell you what the number is. Oh, but that no, is no. a strike. You know what's funny is this is the highest on the DraftKings board. Really? Yep. The one that you you the one you're gonna the one you need to find is the highest one of the week. All right. Um... There's something higher than Bills Dolphins at fifty two, which is sketch to me. I have a bad feeling about that <laughs> game from the Dolphins' perspective, but
1: Forty Nine Els Broncos.
0: Uh, This is what he does, folks. For those who have not watched this before, he just goes through an elimination process to try and make it easier, which is (laughs) smart.
1: Packers. Yeah, not this year with Packers. All
0: right, let's try Rams-Cardinals. Strike two. Damn it. Strike two. Not a 50-plus. I know. I was shocked by that, too. (laughs) I I think people are that worried about the Cardinals at this point. And I do. I'm not... I'm low on the Cardinals right now. I'm selling on Cardinals know, across the board. You are a,
1: you're a uh, Kyler Murray truther too. I was
0: so. a Kyler Murray truther. I am off. I'm off the train. <laughs> I I jumped off the train at the last stop and I waved goodbye and I'm not regretting it.
1: <laughs> so um, all right, so you got
0: one more shot. There's one game over. Fi- it's at fifty-three. Three. Yep. Uh,
1: man, this week's harder. Um. Hasn't lost all year, folks. This is huge. Uh, definitely not Texans and Bears. Just no. I already said the Chiefs. I already said the Bills. Um, it's not the Eagles. That was wrong. Chargers. Ooh, maybe, maybe Chargers. All right. Um, hmm. Raiders. No. Oh God. Right. The, but, Raiders right, okay. could, the Raiders <laughs> could
0: have qualified as our ugly too this
1: week. <laughs> um, did we pick an ugly game? I don't know. Anyway. Um. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go as the over. I'm gonna pick the overhype game. Yeah. So because of what happened last week, I'm gonna go with the Lions game. A Lions Vikings is a 53. Wow. When would <sighs> what when a would time you have to thought? be alive?
0: <laughs> what a freaking time to be alive! Lions Vikings a 53. Okay. 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 Now. Terry is still calling stats out. I think he's going to have dinner now, but he's still calling out stats in my live chat. (laughs) So, and we just talked about how the Vikings are insanely talented. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire right now. Would you have to, would you take the over or the under in the Lions Vikings if I told you it was 53?
1: After last week? God. I'd go under. I have, I have I just can't. Would I be shocked if it was over? Like, like if, you, if you say, would you
0: like to bet this game? The answer is no. <laughs> you have to bet this game. I'll take the under. But would you take, uh, well, who's favorite? I don't have that in my screen, honestly. Uh, I, just, I have
1: no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to guess the Lions are favored. Right? When would you imagine the Lions would have been favored against the Vikings?
0: Oh, I think it's in <laughs> Minnesota, though, so I might be wrong there. So, All right, so... You have one strike that carries over. So the the bonus rule of this is Craig now has four strikes to guess the one game that's under 40. <laughs> Dear God. There's a lot of them that were close. There's a lot of games in the 40 to 42 range. So I'm glad you went the high ones first because now you have more room for error on the bottom one.
1: <laughs> um, all right, let's go. All right, let's go Texans-Bears. Strike one. Ah oh, damn it. <laughs> poor Bears. Poor Sean. The poor Bears. <laughs> um hmm.
0: Actually, that was your bonus strike, so you still have three. Okay. I'm not even call that strike one. That was your bonus
1: strike. Um, after the week and how bad the Titans were. What about the Raiders Titans?
0: Strike two. Damn it. Now I'm going to give you a second to really talk this one out cuz I got to use the restroom anyway. Okay. Which I hate to do in the middle of it, but talk this out. All right. Cuz I want you to get this. You've got you've been so good this year. I'm pulling for you. <sighs> I'll be right back.
1: Okay, so we got left the Falcons Seahawks. The Falcons are terrible. The Jaguars Chargers, nah, I don't think it's going to be them cuz the, their Chargers are okay. Well, the Chargers are good, but the Jaguars are okay this year, so Packers, Bucks, everyone, and this is a maybe, because everyone, well, all the receivers on both of these teams are broken or can't catch. So, that's, that's a high maybe. It's a high maybe. Um, hmm. Who else is here? <laughs> the Cowboys and Giants. Two teams that have no business winning right now. Mm, that is a strong contender. I'm back okay all right so i i've come you have to... two
0: strikes here you have that was right you've only if you use your bonus you use your first strike
1: yep. so you got two shots here so i'm torn between the packers and bucks because the receivers are terrible right now they're either broken okay. or can't catch or they're rookies and alan zard is hurt or or Allen Zard not hurt <laughs> Yeah, the one year he gets to be the number one receiver, he's broken. (laughs) Yeah. And the Cowboys and Giants, because I don't think either one of these teams should be winning right now.
0: And the the Giants 2-0? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they are. Yep, they are. Scary, ain't it? (laughs) What a time to be alive.
0: (laughs) So I just flipped over just to give you another second to think. Yeah, I just flipped over to the live pre pregame on the Prime Video channel on Twitch. Okay, just in time to see why isn't Ben Roethlisberger playing, and a response to say, bruh, he retired," <laughs> and that just made my night. <laughs> All right, Craig, Craig, what do you got for me? Come on,
1: give me right. it to me, give me. Let's. I'm just gonna guess because I can't make up my mind between the two. Let's go with the Giants. Well, you have game. two strikes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, fine. We'll go with the Giants game first. <laughs> Cowboys Giants is a 39. Wow.
0: <laughs> and I even think that's potentially high. I wouldn't touch that game to save my life because the you... Giants are playing good defense.
1: Yeah, it's true. They are. The
0: Giants are they playing are. good. De- they're not a great team, but they're playing good defense. And I, I, I would not. I would. Oh, I would not want to touch that game. 39 is really low in the modern NFL. Do you remember like 20 years ago? You'd be sitting on the couch. You and I would be sitting there having some sandwiches from Tomlinson's and the final score would be 14-7. I'd be like, that was a good game.
1: <laughs> that was a Those defensive were...
0: <laughs> That was Yeah, that was a great game. Those, game... Those days are over, guys. Those <laughs> days are over. We're going to see it two or three times a year now and that's it. Instead, we used to see it two or three times a week. So congratulations. Craig wins America's game for the third straight week. That's right. Wow. Wow. I'm 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 impressed. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. All right, let's move on. It is time to talk about the metric. Do I want to talk about the metric? No. Do you? Sure you do. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> is it drunk? Why- is it drunk again? You know what? I'm I'm being, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest with everybody who's listening to this right now. I have not looked at it since I ran the numbers. I'm just going to be honest. I, I I I ran the numbers. I I was work has been busy. So I just ran the numbers, and I just literally ran out the room. So I actually have the metric on the screen for those of folks who are are uh, watching us live. Um, this is our value indicator. So we're looking for guys who are at least a three x value, and that's what this three means here. So let's just jump right in. Quarterback. Last week I was like Derek Carr, Derek Carr, Derek Carr. The Derek Carr show was great for the first quarter. And then all of a sudden they decided they were up 22 and they didn't need to play anymore. <laughs> so, f that. Um, I it, it, the 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 metric loves Mac Jones against Baltimore because he's only 5100. I don't like that option. I'm actually looking a little further down. If I'm gonna go if I'm gonna go value, I'm probably gonna go Trevor Lawrence at 5400. I've got him slated for 17 points, but if I can spend up a little bit. I think Joe Burrow has had enough. <laughs> and I think we're going to start to see the Joe Burrow that is like, dude, I'm your bro, but if you drop another pass, I'm going to pop you in the face kind of guy, you know? Um, yeah. And that's, that. I think we're going to start seeing that. So I love Joe Burrow at 6,600. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to pay up for him against the Jets. If I can pay up for him, I absolutely will. If not, I'm probably going to use Trevor Lawrence wherever I can at 5,400. Who do you
1: like this week? Uh, this week, I do agree. If I want to stay middle of the road, like in the six, six thousand range, six seven thousand, mm-hmm. uh, I do like Burrow. If I like, I think right now the most I would spend up is Jalen Hurts because right now he's yes, he's still a fantasy scoring machine. He's a frulling machine, but I I I think a lot of people are going to jump on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. That's true too. But if you want to go cheap, there's Trevor Lawrence and. And I know you may not agree, but Jimmy G is back at the reins. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you know that he's going to throw a lot more um, than Trey Lance did. So, and he's, you know, he's right now he's 5,500. So if I put him in and I can spend up at like receiver, you know,
0: I might do that. Did you, did you watch the Gridiron Heights this week? I did not. So it. I, it, it's it was a QB house. It was a hype house. It was the Hype House, but it was basically set up by um, Justin Herbert and somebody else that was young. I'm trying to remember who it was, but it was like all the young QBs are setting it up. And outside, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers can't get in. They're like behind the velvet rope. And they're like, but we're like Hall of Famers," And they're like, sorry, dude, you're not on the list. You don't get in. But at one point, they're like, hey, Trey Lance is here. Trey, how are you liking things? And a guy walks up in a headset, just assuming it's the coach. And Trey Lance whispers to him, and the coach says, "Trey Lance says he enjoys to hear a great deal." And I'm just <laughs> like, you know what? I I was thinking about it. I don't think I've ever heard Trey
1: Lance speak. Huh? I don't think I've ever heard him speak. Yeah, I don't think so either. Now that you mentioned it, so, so uh, I don't. San Francisco
0: is a monkey nightmare. I'm just gonna say it. All right, running back. Listen. Part of the reason I have not been successful other than listening to bad experts this year (laughs) has been I've been going very, very much with chalk running backs. That stops this week. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm done. No more Dalvin Cook. No more Austin Eckler. You guys are not giving me the production I need. I'm actually looking at David Montgomery this week. Well, Chicago's terrible. Yep, which means I'm not (laughs) going to use him a ton, but I might use him a little but Josh Jacobs at 5400, love him against Tennessee. Love him. Yeah, no it's yeah,
1: Tennessee looks is a mess. So,
0: if I'm paying up it's Joe Mixon, but I'm trying not to pay up this week at running back. I'm probably going with everybody. My running backs are all going to be under 6k this week. And there's three guys right at the top of my list for value wise and that's Montgomery Jacobs and Sanders. All of them are under 6k. All of them are good for about 15 plus points. That's where I'm going to focus. I'm going
1: to save money at running back and focus it somewhere else. What do you like this week? Uh, I do like Montgomery and Jacobs, especially for the price um, that you're going to pay. That's it. Another another for me is Damian Pierce. I know everyone's been high on him. I have him in several leagues. But he's only Lovey, 5K. He's only 5K. Lovey Smith said he wants to get him more involved in the offense than he has been. They're playing in Chicago, and it's supposed to rain in Chicago again. And you know what that means? People should be running and not throwing. So. And
0: Lovey Smith is going to Chicago, and you know what that means? Revenge game. That's right.
1: Eventually, one of these revenge games is going to work.
0: No, it's not.
1: <laughs> no, it's not.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. The media is so desperate for a revenge game. I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. But yeah, it's going to rain, so people should be running and not throwing. <laughs> and here's why I'm going cheap at running back. Because you know who I'm taking a ton of shares of this week: Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Done. Wow, nineteen thousand.
1: That's like twenty thousand for both
0: of them. <laughs> that's nineteen thousand two hundred dollars. Yes, it is. But it's also fifty-nine <laughs> points. The two yeah. of them have been on fire. Minnesota going against Detroit. Justin Jefferson's going to get a ton of looks. You know who is not on this list? I'm on Ross Saint Brown because his <laughs> price is up to seventy-two hundred. And as good as he is, he's not going to. I am absolutely like that. I well, I don't trust Jefferson or I don't trust Cup. Fantastic. Stefan Diggs at Miami is seventy-seven hundred. Don't be shocked if I use crap running backs so that I can use Jefferson, Cup, and
1: Diggs, and completely acknowledge that sixty percent of my salary is going into <laughs> wide receivers this I, week. I was going to ask you if you were going to try to manage to get th- three of them in one lineup. I, mean, I can you could. do it. You can do it. I can make it work. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty, but you can do it. <laughs> and, and again, legalities prevent us from doing it online. But I can do it. And I, I absolutely, I'm, I'm probably going to try. Who do you like this week at, at wide receiver? Um, so this week I was just like you. Um, and honestly, this is because of I was working today. This is the first time I'm looking at the mat- the metric, but um, I looked at them over, and I probably am going to pay up in receiver, just like you. You said this last week too, and you were right. <laughs> you said it last week too. Last yeah. week I was like, "I'm paying down at wide receiver," and you were like, "I don't know about that," and you were right. <laughs> um But if you do want to save money and you want to use Jimmy G, Brandon Ayuk is only forty nine hundred dollars, forty nine. So and I got him. I got him at two
0: and a half value. If he if he catches like one touchdown, he gets and much. See, he gets big value.
1: Everyone says that Debo is the number one wideout. Not really, because they use Debo in so many different ways. So I really mm-hmm. think Brandon Ayuk is technically the number one receiver because Debo they use him like Taysom Hill. So I like, would you even register Debo as a number one receiver? Really, because of, of how they use them. If he was on another team, maybe, but I would just because of the production. But begs the question: What about Kittle? What's Kittle's status this week? I haven't heard I anything. He's still, I think he's still broken.
0: If he's out this week, then Ayuk stands to get to 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 benefit at least an extra three or four targets. I like that pick a lot. I like that pick a lot. Although I'm I'm gonna be careful because I don't listen to fantasy experts anymore, so I can't listen to myself. All right, tight ends. Pick one. Last last week I told you yeah yeah, pick one. I was big on Irv Smith Jr. And now Grant, he only had like two catches for 47. Caught two of his three targets and the target he missed, he was tackled as he was getting the ball it was just great defense. I think he could go for 10 points easy against um, Minnesota. He's only $3,100. If I use Irv Smith Jr. Yeah. I sacrifice two points as opposed to using a Tyler Higby or a Dallas Goddard, but I'm going to gain five or six in the wide receiver core. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, Ir- that that's it. I'm going to ersmith Smith jr. Is where I'm going to focus. Well, I don't trust our Smith jr. Logan Thomas is only 3,500. Oh, Logan Thomas sucks. Yes, he does. Then use i Smith. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a miracle worker, folks. I'm a value finder. So ersmith yeah, Smith
1: jr. Is where it's at for me. It's, it's just like the week before. I, I can't see myself spending up in tight end because, mm-hmm. you know, for example, Mark Andrews is 6,900. Like, no I way. Just can't, I can't do it. No way. Can't do it. Like I don't think. And against New England. Yeah. Like I don't think I can spend more. Like looking at this. Like okay. Like D- Dawson Knox at forty one hundred might be the mo- like the absolute top ceiling I would pit- spend. But and Knox hasn't been utilized he, yet. Right. Exactly. Like I don't even want to pay forty two. Like forty two hundred for T.J. Hawkinson. Um, why
0: pay for that level when Irv Smith gives you the same level of possibility? Exactly. Unless you're positive and your brain meets that Hawkinson and Knox are going to outproduce Irv Smith, why would you pay up for them? Because I'll be honest with you, I'm not positive I'm not. they're going to outproduce them. Tight end production this year has been terrible the first two weeks.
1: Yeah, even for Kelsey, really. Well, for him. been bad for him, I should say.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, and and let's be honest with ourselves for a second. We're talking about how stud running backs haven't produced value. At some point, the running game is going to take over. At some point, guys like Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook are going to feast. But until that happens, it looks like the long ball and moving folks around, the Andy Reid offense where you spread shit around seems to be catching on. People seem to want to do stuff like yeah. Andy Reid's doing. That means involving everybody. Make everybody a threat, because when you make everybody a threat, then your number one can't get double-teamed or triple-teamed. And this is the mistake, excuse me, this is the mistake the Raiders are making. We're going to force the ball to Devontae <laughs> Adams. Great. Hunter Renfro has set up a lawn chair in the end zone and has gotten himself <laughs> a snack.
1: <laughs>
0: and you're still throwing incomplete passes to Devontae Adams. Bread, bread, the ball around and it can't be just one or two guys. She the only you know the only chief that I thought was gonna be good that hasn't caught a pass so far this year is Sky Moore. That's it. I was I I, I think he'll come on eventually. I, I I'm not getting off the Sky More train. But Marquez Valdez Scanning has been involved, Juju has been involved, Travis Kelsey's been involved, Miko Hardman's been involved. The teams that are spreading the ball around are being more successful early. That's true. So that's where I'm sure. looking. I'm looking at Irv Smith Jr. because Minnesota has multiple targets, and eventually they're going to start spreading the ball around. That's why Dallas mm-hmm. Goddard has been successful earlier, but not. it's not going to be long-term. That's
1: why Tyler Higby's is going to be better in the long-term. Target spread. Yep, yep. And I think the only other tight end that I do, I'm still big on because he's still under 4,000, is Evan Ingram. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to start... Throwing to him more, so at thirty-seven hundred, he's a bargain. If he gets
0: in the end zone, he's got value. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, you're right, it, and it's the Chargers. They're going to have to throw. The Chargers are not going to, you know, Even go down quietly Justin or make this easy. <laughs> all right, the game has begun. Dun-da-da. The Steelers. The Steelers have the ball at their own twenty. So I have this over on the side screen. So all right, last last but not least, defenses. Last week I told you to take the the Cincinnati Bengals and never look back. (laughs) I blame Craig for my decision. That's my fault. Even though he he had no
1: no input on it whatsoever. They were the, like, you know, Cooper Rush, uh, you know, just, yeah. They should have did better. Should have did better. What number is George Pickens? 18,
0: 11. All right, he just caught the first pass. Mitch Trubisky just said, shut your mouth,
1: rookie. (laughs) He He just caught the first goddamn pass. Oh my God, now, that's funny. That's gonna be the now, last. That's gonna be the last reception he has today. <laughs>
0: that's it, and that's a problem because
1: I've got a parlay with him catching a touchdown in at least twenty-five yards. Yep. Can oh, you? Oh. Can you imagine yeah. if he was on, like, if he was on the Packers and he said that? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers would have purposely have thrown at his head and then not thrown to him the rest of the game. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers would have called for a
0: sweep, handed him the ball, <laughs> and then pointed at him and went, "He's got it." <laughs> More than likely, he would have been like, "Line pulls left. I'm gonna run a reverse to the right." Well, wait a <laughs> minute. I said, "Line pulls left. Reverse <laughs> to the right, Pickens." <laughs> All right, anyway, defenses. All right, so I'm back in. I'm back in the Broncos. They're only 2,700. San Francisco is bringing Jimmy G back. I know Craig is okay. He thinks
1: that Jimmy G could.
0: I don't know, guys.
1: I, don't know. I really don't. But, you don't. know, Denver Denver on defense does have an advantage because of the thin air. And I'm not, that's not like a conspiracy theory. That's that's a real thing. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
0: The next two value plays are guys who I think are going to get decimated. It's Miami because they're only 2,200 against Buffalo and Indy because they're only 2,200 against Kansas City.
1: <laughs> I I dropped the Colts this week in a league. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick up another defense.
0: They just threw the ball to jor- the— deep to number 18. I think it's George Pickens is number 18. Just be able to ball deep to him on third and five and he was just well covered. And I think Mitch Trubisky's going to sit down and just be like, all right, that's it. Rookie, you had your chance. Oh, he should have got called for pass interference there. No, it's that 18 is Johnson. 18 is Deontay Johnson. Sorry. Oh, so Deontay Johnson caught the first pass. Yes. Which means that you can go the other way now. He's just ignoring him. <laughs> uh, Pickens is number 14. Number 14. So I'll watch for that as the game goes on. So, all right. Yeah. So I, I I cannot endorse using the Broncos. I'm sorry. Using the dolphins or the Colts. I can definitely use the Broncos. Like I'm looking at the rest of them, like the commanders are the next value pick, but they're playing Philly. The giants, they're only 2,400. I think I'd rather pay 2,700 for the Broncos. I just, I just do. So, all right. So that's the metric for week three.
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: That's it. Moving on. Final thoughts, Craig. We're actually on time this week. I can't believe it. Wow. I'm excited. It's the first time for everything. First time this year.
1: <laughs> um, What's your final, final thought final for Final thoughts week? is um, just to reiterate what Britt said before, like don't don't really second guess yourself. Like definitely check if Damn. people are injured, you know, or like playing. But don't don't make a lineup and then listen to some random podcast and be like Oh, my God, I need to change everything I did. Just don't do that.
0: And that includes us. We are here to guide you guys and give you a different perspective. These sites that are like, pay me $79 a month and I will give you a winning lineup. It's the lock of the week. This reminds me of like the early 80s and late 70s when guys like Jimmy the Greek were on CBS. (laughs) And they were like, do you remember the Simpsons where Homer and Lisa start doing Daddy Daughter Day?
1: Yep, yep. And watch that not too long ago. <laughs> What's that? D- this episode? that too... Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that the episode where it was the
1: Atlanta Falcons? Is that the um, same one? Or was is that later? It... I think that was, I think that was later. That's I've when been later. like, oh, at the beginning, Homer's like Homer calls the betting line and it's yes. like, you know, $10 a minute. And he's like, sin, sin, Natty. He's like, yeah,
0: (laughs) is playing (laughs) Pittsburgh Dealers. And Homer's like, yes, yes. We must consider (laughs) many factors. And he just goes dull and slams the phone down. What I remember that episode is they're watching pregame. And some dude is like. I love the Jets over the Browns this week. It's my lock of the week. And he picks up like a gigantic novelty lock and slams it on the desk. Yep. And Homer goes, makes sense. And he picks up the phone to go call Mo. And then Lisa is like, no, 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 no. And she explains why the guy's wrong. And Homer's reaction is like, but he has a giant lock. (laughs) I can slam a giant lock on the desk right now too. He could, he could. It doesn't make me right. Make sure you're doing your homework. Make sure you're doing your due diligence. You got it. Just, just, just be careful, guys. So, all right. So my final thought is again, this is week three. I've already seen the overreaction train start to gain <laughs> <Juju>. momentum. <laughs> a friend of mine on Twitch, who shall remain nameless, writes to me earlier this week. I'm sorry, not no, no, no It Wasn't it wasn't a Twitch. It was my work league. Wow. A guy in my work league writes to me, who shall remain nameless and says, I just want somebody else's opinion on this. And I said, okay, this guy wants me to send him Tua for Tyler Lockett and Daryl Henderson. What do you think? And I said, I think this guy's trying to sell high on Henderson until Cam Akers establishes himself, and it's it's a split committee. He needs to get out of Henderson ASAP. And I said to him, I said, listen, is Tua the real deal? And he's like, I think he is, but I've already got Jalen Hurts. And I said, okay, then I would consider this trade. I would consider if you need help at those other two positions, if Tyler Lockett becomes a starter and Daryl Henderson becomes a starter, make the trade. If not, don't overreact. Don't rush to buy high or sell high on guys that you have confidence in. Last year, I traded Cooper Cup to Craig in this exact week. <laughs> he did. He did. Because I did not think Cooper <laughs> Cup could keep up the level of production. I was wrong, but I sold high on a guy I thought was not going to keep it up. Do not overreact. Now, it doesn't mean, he's, well, I drafted Cole Komet in the seventh round. I don't want to. Okay. Cole Komet has caught nothing but the flu and maybe COVID. <laughs> I'm not even sure if he's still on the roster. this week, they asked the head coach about Cole Komet's involvement, and the head coach went, who? (laughs) There are guys that this does not apply to, but use your common sense. Do not panic. Do not panic if you're feeling like you have not gotten off to the start. It is a a marathon, not a sprint, unless you're in a guillotine league. And that's different.
1: Yeah, it's a whole different thing.
0: It's week three of 18. Don't panic and if there are owners in your league who panic by all means take advantage of them that's right some guy just put Dalvin Cook on the trading block <laughs> Craig
1: <laughs> go
0: ahead and send them an offer
1: people have actually Cam Akers was the last offer I got <laughs> That
0: that's such a low ball offer right it is <laughs> that's, that's them saying you know Cam Akers is going to be good when he gets back right huh huh <laughs> You yep. like this car? It's only got 40,000 miles on it. It was driven by a little old lady to and from church, huh? huh? <laughs> you got to yep. be judicious. Where you should not be judicious is in leaving us a review. You should go to whatever podcast directory you have found this pro- podcast on and leave us a review. We are on all the major podcast directories at this point. At this point, I've stopped listing them. In addition <laughs> to that, you should reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. We're easily reachable through fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We're also on Twitch at fignutsdfs. And we're also on Facebook with the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. Please reach out to us. Please leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Craig, this is the week. This I'm is the week? I'm calling it out. This is the week where DFS turns around for us. I can feel it in my bones. All right. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. DFS has been a, a monkey nightmare. I'm virtually break even at this point just because my sports book has been so good. <laughs> I have been so good, good on sports book. Last good. week, last week, oh my god, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Last week, I was positive that the Chiefs would beat the Chargers. Okay. But DraftKings was doing that. If you ever lead by seven points. You win your money line bet automatically.
1: <laughs> They're so doing it again this week.
0: <laughs> they are, and I've got my money on the Steelers and they have the ball right now, so I need the Steelers to score a touchdown. I put on, I put ten dollars on the Chargers with the bonus, with the instant cash out if they go up by seven. Okay. And then put ten dollars on the Chiefs to win the game money line. Nice. <laughs> the Chargers scored the first touchdown. And they put like 30 bucks in my account because it was like plus 200. Yep. And then I sat back and watched the Chiefs rally. And they put like another 15 bucks in my account because the Chiefs won the game. (laughs) I literally won betting on both teams to win. That's the way to do it. That's a smart way to do it. Well, but if the Chargers don't score first, I'm effed. Right? That's true. I was just that confident that I thought the Chargers would score first. By the way, oh my God. What? (laughs) Mitch Trubisky just threw the ball to George Pickens on a screen where he had no blocking and three Browns already on him. Oh, that was so on purpose. (laughs) Four different guys got into that tackle, and Pickens got up and immediately tapped his helmet like, I got to get out of here.
1: That was so on purpose. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I freaking... Love it! Listen, don't folks, come cry to me, rookie. Yep. When you're a rookie, don't don't complain about anything.
0: <laughs> it's just Mr. Trubisky, man. He should be happy to be a starter. He's still the starter, and he's not a rookie. <laughs> he's still the starter. Fourth down for the Steelers. They're gonna have to. Play. I think they're in field goal range, but so. All right, anyway, thank you all for joining us. Thank you to everybody who joined us on uh, the live stream for Twitch. Really appreciate it. We will be back next week with winning. Numbers because this, this week right. just hasn't been. <laughs> so um, but we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a review. Please reach out to us. In the meantime, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb. <laughs>